All right, we're back. Um, I know it's been a week or so since we've been back. Uh, I just wanted to let you guys know, I mean, I was gone for a couple of days. I know you were gone the whole week. So I know it's been a while since a podcast has been up and running, but we're back. I mean, I mean, shit happens. Stuff happens, right? I mean, we, we have a life. We live a life. But I mean, Jalen Brown, I mean, let's just talk. We're not jumping right into it. Jalen Brown. If anyone has has a brain, you read, you saw the news today. Jalen Brown, man. He better not be leaving Boston, but it ain't looking good. What was the trade again? Right now, I saw it on. It was like, they, the the Celtics put up JB, I think it was Grant, Derek White, and like a couple picks. A couple picks. And then the Nets countered with, and Marcus Smart, and another player. And yeah. in, they wanted five players I'm pretty and a couple sure. picks I, th- I think it was it was at that's least Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and like two role players and then a couple picks. That is ridiculous to yeah, me. Yeah, that's that, awful trade for Yeah, that is Celtics. incredibly bad. I'm surprised that they're even contemplating even trying to trade for KD. I mean, Jalen Brown just tweeted a couple minutes ago or maybe it was an hour. I don't really remember. It was like 10-something, yeah. Pretty yeah, recent. Like, it was like shaking my head, this and that. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm devastated as a Celtics fan. We're getting rid of our best player performed in the finals our best yeah. finals player for potentially somebody who has no loyalty and cannot win by themselves in Kevin Durant I, I can't believe that we're even debating trading Jalen Brown I wouldn't even trade JB straight up for KD not even straight up no I wouldn't either I wouldn't even trade Jalen Brown and Derek White for KD I mean Jalen Brown's 25 KD's 33 or 34 he's turning 34 I think yeah I mean I don't see where this idea of that we need Kim Durant comes from. We were two wins away from the finals. If Jason Tatum played any much better, we would have won the finals. And now all of a sudden, Brad Stevens thinks that we need Kevin Durant. I mean, we just made two moves. We brought in Gallinari. We brought in Malcolm Brogdon. And now all of a sudden that we feel that we need to get Kevin Durant, it makes no sense to me. I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. And it's sad, bro, if we see Jalen Brown leave. He was my, he was my second favorite Celtic behind Marcus Smart. Yeah, the only way I could see, I, I don't even, I, what is, if Brad's thought process is just, oh, we're going to get someone who's better for a couple of years, then that's awful. But he could be saying, oh, Jalen Brown's not going to resign here, so we're going to get KD for four years. That is, would he have resigned or would he have not have resigned? Jalen Brown, I think he has this season, next season on his contract. Uh huh. And then I guess people are speculating, is he going to leave after that? And that's mm-hmm. why um, Brad's doing this. Even then, I mean, it's like, yeah. Brad, wouldn't you rather ship him out next year? Because then even, yeah, because then you're going to get rid of your core, too, your your young draft, um, excuse me, bench, mm-hmm. too. It's like, you know, it just doesn't make sense. But if that's not what's going on, if Brad, if Jalen wants, if like he's talked to Jalen Brown and JB showing that he wants to resign here, then what is he doing? It's yeah. A- <laughs> I mean, the way I see it, too, I mean, Jalen Brown is somebody who's been here since day one. He's been through the rough times. He's been in the good times, right? He's been through it all, and he's shown his loyalty to Boston, right? He said he's, he wants to go to war for the city. He's shown that. He's, like, such a Yeah, he's, he's a behind hard all his guys. He works hard. I mean, he's not a complainer. He He's he's constantly he's improving. He's not in, like, any scandals. He's he's such a good person, too. Yeah, he, and he hasn't switched up. He's not going to switch up. And now, all of a sudden, we think that we need Kevin Durant. I mean, the other thing that I don't understand, too, is why Kevin Durant? If you're going to trade Jalen Brown, why not get somebody who's Young. 25? Yeah. Like Donovan Mitchell. 
I don't know if there are talks about Donovan Mitchell. Potentially, there's, there's talks about some crazy like five, four team trades where guys really? are going everywhere. I haven't seen Donovan Mitchell to the Celtics, but I've seen Donovan Mitchell to like the Heat, and then like Bam to New York or uh, Brooklyn, and then KD to like Phoenix. Like, there's lots of and crazy who would we stuff. Get? And then we, I don't even know who do we get honestly. Probably like Mikael Bridges and a ton of picks, and then like oh someone. Gosh. Yeah, if we get that dude, I mean, there's, that's a joke. I saw this thing. It was like five team trade, five team trades, and it's um every single team is shipping out a superstar and getting a slightly worse player. And then, like, a bunch of picks. It's, like, too uh, complicated. I don't, I don't know why all of a sudden teams want picks. Especially, like, a team like the Celtics. Why, if that's the case, right? Why are you trying to get picks? You got your team yeah, already situated. We don't situated. have an old team. We got young players. It's not like we need only more Al young Horford players. Only Al is the only old Yeah, um, it's starter. only Al Horford. And then Danilo Gallinari is a bench player. But he's, you know, he's 30-something. But yeah, he's, he can be easily replaced. Again, yeah, he can be replaced. Uh, it's just crazy to me. And I know... And basically, what this means though is that Jalen Brown has to be traded. Yeah, because think about it like this: if if you're Jalen Brown and and you just see that, oh, I don't even know if he got called by Brad or he just because I've heard stories it's like guys check Twitter mm-hmm. and they see this happening to them to themselves. So it's like if that happens, right? Imagine being Jalen Brown and seeing that. Is he even going going to want to play for Brad Stevens in the front office anymore? No, he's going to feel disrespected. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to play. Yeah. He already felt it. He said he feels disrespect, or he didn't say it. He liked someone's tweet that says, um, "So you can basically imply yeah. that he, he feels disrespected." Yeah, a couple months ago, and like now this happens, why would you want to stay in a situation like that where your front office is basically saying, "Oh, we don't need you. We want someone better than you." Which I, I honestly, even if KD's a better offense player, I'd rather have JB. Me too. Right now, he's twenty five. I mean, he's he twenty five. His ceiling is yeah. higher than KD's right now. Right now, absolutely. I mean, years ago, obviously KD, you know like four or five years ago when he was in his late 20s, obviously. But now, I mean, think about it. Jalen Brown has gotten better every year. I mean, last year he was an all-star. This year he wasn't because he was injured, but he's gotten better every year. Mm-hmm. And he's only 25, right? He's an all-star at 25. He's only going to get better for the next three or four years. So with that ceiling, why not already have an established group than bring in Kevin Durant, who's 34, who might not even be in the league in five years. He might be retired. Yeah, you never know. And if J- in five years, Jalen Brown will be 30. So it's like, yeah, and plus Why? two, it's like Jalen. It's been Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, right? It's been those core guys. Let's just be real. It's been those kind of core guys. The other pieces have been like moving a lot. Yeah, right? Al Horford's been there. Al Horford's been there, left, left right? There. He's been in both situations. Yeah. But it's it's really just been Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. Why would you break up that? I'm not going to call it a big three. Because you know Marcus Smart, I wouldn't like, necessarily yeah, like say a it's big three, size three yeah. but it's a good, it's a bit, so it's, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it's it's a good the, core, yeah, it's a good core, and it's like, why are you willing to break that up when this team just went to the finals? To me, it looks like Brad Stevens thinks that this team is not good enough to compete with Milwaukee, compete with Miami, compete with the 76ers. and I think it's complete junk. I mean, you were last the last couple of years, we've been relying on the growth of our players. Right, we've been relying on the growth of Jason Tatum. We've been relying on the growth of Jalen Brown. Right, we've been relying on these people to get better. Why now, all of a sudden, are we going to take the easier way out and ship out Jalen Brown and get in Kevin Durant? I don't understand it. I mean, if that's the case, it just seems like we've been wasting the last three, four years of this Celtics team when we could have just traded Jalen Brown two years ago, got somebody better. You know what I mean? I just think it's stupid. I think it's complete junk that we're trying to move out Jalen Brown. It just it just better not happen, bro. But I mean, I think I feel like it's inevitable. Yeah, I mean, like Tatum too. He's twenty four. 
this team is not at their best, right? He's gotten better close. every year too. I mean, he's, he was an All NBA first team All NBA, and he's not even close to his best, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't shooting the best last year. The turnover issues. The idea that we're at our ceiling right now is just not true. I don't know how anyone can see that. It's not like we're you know, every our superstars are thirty and declining. No, we're, like everyone in our rotation is 30 or younger, except for Al and Danilo Gallinari. Yeah, and those two players can be replaced, right? Yeah. It's not like we need those players around there, right? You know what I mean? It's not like we're, we're, we're relying on those players. I mean, we can swap them in and out. I mean, put this way, Grant Williams is going to be the Al Horford replacement He'll be like, in a yeah, couple PJ years. He'll be like a PJ Tucker-ish type role, yeah. Yeah, and I mean... Small fact, ball yeah. center, yeah. The fact that we think that we need to get rid of Jalen Brown to compete to win a title, to me, makes no sense. I feel like we're going backwards instead of forwards if we make that move. That's just me. And I mean, how is Jason Tatum going to respond to that? I don't know how close they are. I definitely think him and Jalen are pretty like close in terms mm-hmm. of just pure friendship. Um, I don't. Uh, Kev, does he even have a relationship with Kevin Durant at all? Or yeah, relationship sounds funny. You know, friendship. I mean, yeah, but I don't. I th- maybe just because I remember. I think it was the Olympic team yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, Kevin Durant summer. said something, and then Jason Tatum responded. I think like they joked about it. Katie, yeah, he was like, "There's gonna be a problem for those Boston Celtics." Yeah, this year. yeah. I think Tatum said, "You know, go them, f yeah. yourself or something." But even then, right? How's this gonna impact Jason Tatum's growth? Right? Is Tatum still gonna be the number one option? Probably not. Because yeah. you all know Kevin Durant is not going to sit here and say, I'm the number two guy. I don't want the ball in the clutch situation. Give it to Tatum. It's going to yeah. be no. Give, That's why give he left the, the ball Warriors, Kevin Durant. Right? That's why he left the Warriors. Because he wants to be the, quote, bus driver. If he's coming to the Celtics, we're already established with Tatum. It's like, yeah. why? And then again, on the Kevin Durant side, how would that look for his legacy? Going to a team Joke. that swept him? Yeah, there you go Years again. after going to the Warriors that that beat him to the 73-9 and nine team. I mean, like that... If I'm Kevin Durant, honestly, just because that would affect my legacy, I would say I don't want to go to Boston. Yeah, I wouldn't Send either. me to, like, Phoenix. Let me play with um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Let me play with a team that could definitely could use me compared to a team that doesn't need me. Yeah, I mean, the Celtics do not need him. And, and even then, it'd be more justifiable if Kevin Durant went to Phoenix because they just lost DeAndre Ayton, right? So now or, they need... No, I think he, was, he stayed. I think oh, he, he stayed? The off- yeah. Oh, they did match the offer? Yeah. Oh, I thought he... Did go to Indiana, but, but still, you know, Chris Paul's old, so it's like yeah, it's like they still need another guy. It's not like they they don't need another guy. But I just think that the Boston Celtics are in a bad bad place. Yeah, and you, I don't know how yeah. this helps them. I don't know how this makes anything better. I think this just pisses off Smart. I think this pisses off Tatum. Oh, Jalen Brown's definitely feeling it right now. He's definitely angry. I mean, oh, I don't blame Jalen. One hundred percent, he should be angry. And I, I don't, I don't know what Brad Stevens is thinking. I really don't get it. I mean. If I'm the ownership, I'm stepping in and saying, hey, no, Jalen Brown, you're not going anywhere. Brad Stevens, you know, you better watch what you're saying. Because Brad Stevens is making great moves. He's making great moves. Brandon Al Horford, W. Brogdon, W. Gallinari, Gallinari, solid bench bench player. Now, all of a sudden, you want to bring in Kevin Durant and get rid of Jalen Brown? Get the hell out of here, man. That just, to me, wipes out everything that you've done that's credible. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the, the... the pure basketball take on this. If if we go through with this and we trade Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart mm-hmm. and then like Grant Williams or Derek White and a couple picks, we lose those draft picks. Then look at our bench. We would have literally Brogdon and like Peyton Pritchard. Look at our starters. And Gallinari. And then we would lose Marcus Smart or starting point guard. So we would have to put Brogdon at starting point guard. Then that means our bench would just be Peyton Pritchard at guard. Because yeah. we would send out Derek White. And JD, so, so I, whatever his name is, can be just uh, drafted. Davidson, yeah, but he's too he's, he's not still. ready. Yeah, he's, he's not, not ready. ready. He, he's a rookie. I mean, yeah, 
let him develop in the, in the um, up in Maine. Mm-hmm. So that would gut our bench, and we'd have to put Brogdon at starter. So we'd have really not a reliable option at um, starting point guard off the bench, or um, excuse me, number one bench point guard. And then you know, like losing Derek White and Grant, that would just be that would harm the team a lot. Those yeah. guys had a big role. And I just feel like the chem- it clicked. Last year, it all clicked, right? It, it worked. I think it showed that, hey, our brand of basketball, are the guys that we have on our team are good enough to win it, to go to a championship and possibly win it, right? Like, I get it. Miami was a little banged up. I get it. Milwaukee yeah, we had their second-best player out. But at the end of the day, are we going to just sit here and say, oh, the Celtics can't beat a healthy Milwaukee? I mean, they split the, se- the season series with a healthy Christmas. Yeah, and I remember one of our losses... I think it was the last game we played in the regular season. I don't. Th- I think Tatum didn't play, mm-hmm. and we lost by like a couple points. Yeah, I mean we got a we got a gritty group who's more than capable of playing together, more than capable of winning together, and to to just say that the Celtics need to blow it up is is her- horrible. It's horrendous. I feel like this trade, if we get Kevin Durant, will set the team back. I don't know if we'll ever be the same team again. And I just don't think it's good for the Boston Celtics. And I keep looking at my phone, too, because... Keep refreshing Twitter, yeah. Yeah, I just want to see, you know, if something's happened. Because, I mean, something's got to happen soon. Because I can't imagine that they just let it sit. I know, another thing, too. I think Cultures, this guy on uh, Twitter, he tweeted at Jalen Brown, no matter what happens, I love you. And I think Jalen Brown liked that as well. Right. Jalen Brown... Tween shaking my head, obviously, like we've said, he ain't happy, right? He's not. He, there's no way he's feeling the best right now. Yeah, it's so crazy. I just, I don't know if you follow Boston Diehards on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So he just posted this tweet that says, source on Jalen Brown's reaction to trade rumors. Quote, he loves it in Boston. He was two games away from a championship. He's happy and looking forward to coming back. Like Kawhi, AD, and others on that level, he's going to be included in every report because of who he is. What do you think about that? It's just tough. It's tough, man. It's crazy. I, I don't even know what to say. The fact that we're even the fact that we even have to talk about Jalen Brown possibly leaving <sighs> makes no sense to me. Because there's not really a flaw in his game. Yeah, there isn't. In his character and his game and everything. I mean, he's big for his for the position he plays. Mm-hmm. He's an above average scorer. He's an elite level slasher. He's athletic. He's super athletic. He's a freak athlete. He's fast, strong. You know, his, sometimes his um, off-ball defense might not be the best, but it's definitely above average. His on-ball defense is almost elite. I mean, yeah, what do you want yeah. from the guy? But more do you his, want from He has Jay no Brown. character issues. He's one of the hardest workers that you'll find. I mean, he like there's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. I, I mean, you could there could be some behind-the-scenes issues that we don't know about. Maybe he doesn't want to stay, but I don't think so. I mean, Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, you would find out about that at one point. At a certain and point. especially what just happened last year. Why would you want to leave a team where you just went to the ship? Yeah. And you're the number two guy on the championship team, arguably the number one guy in some spots. It's like he, if I'm him, is he? I don't think he would be okay with like, is he letting the media get to him? Because the media is all you know, Tatum's this and trade Jalen Brown, and then he wants to be the quote bus driver. But see, what what doesn't make sense to me though is that media was ripping Tatum. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? Tatum got destroyed. They they weren't the ripping Jalen Brown. So it's that, that, if that's I was what thinking, I don't yeah. understand. Like they weren't ripping Jalen Brown. So why that, do they feel they need yeah. to get rid of Jalen Brown? Those two guys, Tatum definitely did not perform up to Oh where no, he I mean Jalen Brown close. put up 30 in game 6. 
Tatum had what, 13? Yeah, 13. He had some low amount. So it's like, how are we going to sit here and say Jalen Brown's a problem? Jalen Brown's a reason Tatum isn't doing what he's got to do or whatever. It's just stupidity. It's idiotic. Um, if you're a fan of this trade, I, I, you're an idiot to me. Skip Bayless. Skip, Skip Bayless is a fan of oh, this trade? Well, he's, I want to share what he said. He said, oh, gosh. he was like, the Celtics would be fleecing the Nets if they were to do this. Kevin Durant is not, there's no one close to, you know, he's a Kevin Durant fan. There's no one close to Kevin Durant. He's a dummy. Yeah, it's like, really? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Kevin Durant, like, yeah, okay, Kevin Durant right now might be better than Jalen Brown. What about in three years? Who's going to be better? Yeah, he'll be 30, what, seven? Jalen Brown. He'll be, tw- JB will be like 28. Who's going to be better in five years? Jalen Brown. JB will probably only be in the league in five years. Who's going to be better in 10 years? Jalen Brown. Kevin Durant won't be in the league. Jalen Brown, we know be, for what, a fact. Early 30s, 10 years. Yeah. 33. He'll be five. 35. So yeah. he, he'll so probably be in the league. Yeah. So who the hell would you rather have? Kevin Durant right now or Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown. I, I don't think it's a question. I mean, yeah. And if it's a money issue down the road, we can work that out. I mean, of course. You can sign Tatum and JB for the money they want. And it, to me, the untouchables, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams. I agree. So it's like if you, you can pay those guys and keep them, that that's good enough because you can find other guys to fit with them. I forgot about Rob Williams. I forgot we even had him. He's, like, dude, he, our team is he's, so scared. Yeah, he's barely making any money right now, too. He's going to be up in like three years. Our team is elite. Our team is scary, and we're trying to blow it all up. Yeah, right him now. too. He he alone could could um be an all star. I think. Oh, I think he'll be an all star in four years. In th- yeah, I mean three like, years. This is by far his best year, and he's putting up ten points, ten rebounds, one two assists, like two blocks. I mean, his defense is just insane, right? And mm. then he's going to be able to create offense for himself eventually. Yeah, so that comes time. Yeah, so. You take that. It's like we don't need anyone like Kevin Durant. In fact, I keep looking at my phone because every time yeah. I see it pop up, I'm like, is this ESPN? Like we're at the gym today yeah. and I'm looking at my phone and it's ESPN notification. I'm like, oh my oh, gosh, yeah. is this going to be what I think yeah. it is? Thankfully it isn't. But the only person, now again, I don't want to trade Jalen Brown, but the only person that if we traded for Jalen, this person, I wouldn't be happy with it but I'd be more like, okay, I could, I'd could. i rather this than Kevin Durant. I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell. Absolutely. Like, if we had to trade Jalen Brown, which I, we, I hope we don't. Sorry, I just got a Twitter notification. I didn't know if it was from Woj. But if we could get Donovan Mitchell instead of Kevin Durant, I would very much rather have Donovan Mitchell. To me, Donovan Mitchell is a better Jalen Brown. Right. And I think Donovan Mitchell is 25, 26. He's, right? yeah, He's, he's still young. Age. So... Yeah. He's somebody who, to me, at 24, I'd rather have him than Kevin Durant. Now, the reason that I feel like a lot of people agree 25. with is we want two young superstars building up together. We don't want a 24-year-old and a 33-year-old. To me, it doesn't make sense. What are you trying to do, mentor Tatum? I mean, Tatum doesn't need mentorship anymore. He needs the role. He needs the ability to take what's his. and to, He needs to know now that it's my time. If you bring in Kevin Durant, that's just going to postpone his growth. It's just going to screw everything up. You bring in Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's going to know, hey, this is Tatum's team. I'll be the number two guy. I'll be okay with it. And if not, then get Donovan Mitchell out. That's why I don't understand it. Jalen Brown is the perfect number two. He knew his role. He knew, hey, sometimes I'll be that number one guy. I'll have to be that guy who can score when Tatum can't. I'll be that. But Jason Tatum is the number one guy. The fact that we're even, the fact that people think that, we need Kevin Durant, somebody who's going to ruin Tatum's growth. 
to me makes no sense. Tatum will get worse if Kevin Durant comes to Boston, not better. That's my personal belief. You're bringing somebody in who's a number one, somebody who's an ISO guy, somebody who always wants the ball. That's not going to be better for Jason Tatum. That's going to make Jason Tatum worse, and I think it's going to piss him off more. It's going to show him that, hey, this franchise is not loyal to the people that they brought up. So why am I going to be loyal to this franchise? He's going to probably opt out of contracts. He's going to look into free agents. He's going to look at other teams, see where they offer me, see if how badly they want me, and he's going to go play for them. Brad Stevens needs to be very, very careful because this isn't just going to be a one-year type situation. It's going to screw up the future of the Boston Celtics if he makes a dumb mistake move, which it looks like he's going to do. So he needs to be very, very careful with how he handles these next couple of days and how he handles this Jalen Brown situation because he could lose Brown and Tatum. And in four years, he'll have nothing to show for it. Our defense, too, would get significantly worse if we lost Jalen Brown and then all our bench players just for Kevin Durant. And then it's like, yeah, Kevin Durant, would he even stay on the team? Say he gets traded, does he even want to be there? I mean, like... Yeah, he says he wants to be What's there, but he said he wanted to leaving. be in Golden State. Yeah, he, he said, said he, he wanted to be in Brooklyn. In OKC. Yeah. yeah, why do you want to? Why do you want that kind of a character who consistently shows that he's unwilling to stay? It's like, like I was watching um, Skip Bayless and Shannon. What's it called Undisputed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shannon Sharp. He's like, this is the KD special right here. It's like he wants. He he's the he's a quitter really. Yeah, I don't. I would not want Kevin Durant on my team. And that's the thing too. I mean, people look, like they see a person like Kevin Durant, and they think, oh my gosh, he's a great. He's Possibly the best scorer in basketball right now. He's a great defender because he's seven feet tall. But at the end of the day, do you know that this guy's going to show up for your team in two years? Do you know that this guy's committed to your franchise? No, you don't know that. You don't know that he's committed to any team. He wasn't committed to, go to Oklahoma City. He wasn't committed to Golden State. He wasn't committed to Brooklyn, right? Why would you want to bring him to Boston and he's not committed to Boston, right? His words mean nothing to me. They mean nothing. And Jalen Brown's shown nothing but loyalty, never complained, never made excuses, never sold anyone out, never screwed anyone, you know, never screwed anyone, never sold anyone out, never made any excuses. He did everything that we wanted. And now all of a sudden we're backstabbing him and looking to move him out. Yeah, the Kevin Durant and like LeBron comparisons, how they left their teams. At least LeBron finished out every contract and brought a championship to every single team he's been on. Yeah. It's like Kevin Durant and his MVP years back with um OKC. You know, if he's the MVP, he didn't even make it to the finals, right, that year? When he was the MVP? Yeah, with um, OKC. I don't think he even made it to the finals. So it's like... I don't think he did. The way he leaves compared to... I I hate the LeBron-KD comparisons in terms of their legacy. It's just not even close. That's the thing, too. Like, with LeBron, it's like LeBron, he was in Cleveland. People got to understand. Everyone... I've been guilty of this before. I'm not going to say I haven't. But people used to say, LeBron, oh, he's a quitter. He gave up on Cleveland. No, he didn't. Cleveland gave up on him. Cleveland didn't give him any help, didn't give him any good players, right? He dragged a crap Cleveland team to the finals yeah, look at and that. got swept. And it, what was it, like 2008, one of, or not 2008 because the Celtics, yeah, but one of those um, late 2000s um, Cavs teams that made it to the finals. Yeah, look, 07. Look at his teammates. Yeah. Look at that. That man had every reason to want to leave Cleveland because they screwed him. They did not help him get better. They, yeah. got, they did not care about his... His support and staff. And then compare that to Kevin Durant. Yeah, and then you look at Kevin Durant. Even team. last year with James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Like, but, I mean, look at it. you got Russell Westbrook, Hall of Famer. James Harden, Hall of Famer. Serge Ibaka, good. He's a good player, right? You had Steven Adams, Kendrick Perkins, 
Ennis Cantor, when Ennis Cantor used to be used to decent. be like eighteen he used to be points decent. a game, ten rebounds. Yeah, yeah he used to be decent, right? Then LeBron goes to Miami, and people forget that when he went to Miami, Chris Bosh did not originally say, "I'm going to Miami." Chris Bosh went after LeBron went to Miami, so LeBron went to Miami with just him and D Wade, and he won two ships, played out his contract, and then said, "You know what? I got to bring it back. I got to go back to Cleveland." Goes back to Cleveland, and we all know the rest. Right, mm. and even look at some of those Cleveland teams. Kevin Kevin Love was eh, right? He was not at his prime anymore. And who did he have? J.R. Smith, Kyrie, Mon George Shumper, Hill, Tristan Thompson. But after Kyrie left, George Hill, George Hill. I mean, who, Tristan Thompson. He brought that team to the finals. I don't care if they got swept Kyle or they lost Corver. in five. He would will that team to the finals. He never made an excuse. He never said my guys aren't good. Well, obviously he didn't. He would try to make moves for his team to be better. But he never, he would bring his guys there. You look at Kevin Durant. It's been nothing but whining, nothing but excuses, nothing but immaturity. And we want this guy in Boston? Give me a break. Give me a break. If yeah. we bring him in, shame on Brad Stevens. He's won two championships, and in both the years he was with Golden State, already an established championship team. Yeah, four all stars. He's never won a championship as the guy on the team that he brought up, right? He didn't yeah. win an OKC, and that's the only team he's really brought up. You know, the Nets bought superstars. He didn't really bring them up to to making it to the second round either. So it's like, oh my god, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, doesn't it's make sense. Fru- to me it's why. frustrating because now, even if JB does stay, what's stopping him from just just saying, "Oh, I don't want to be here," and then just leaving once? Yeah, what if what if up? all this rumors kind of died down and Jalen Brown says, "You know, what? no, I want to trade." Get me the hell out yeah, of Boston. Now I'm requesting a trade. Yeah. yeah, get me out. I don't want. I don't want to be here anymore. And I would not hate him for that. I would. Yeah, it's a respect. Like he I got respect him for that. Yeah, we we treated him like crap. And we're gonna be, we're gonna pay for it one way or the other. We're gonna pay for it. And if this move happens, I say we fire Brad Stevens tomorrow. Brad Stevens tomorrow. I'm not a Brad Stevens fan if he makes a move like this. Yeah, I feel like this move alone would undo everything he's already done. That he's done that has been great. But yeah, I this, agree. This move would ruin all that. I agree. No, no, no questions about it. None at all. So I mean, yeah, Jalen Brown situation, man, it's tough. I keep looking at my phone. Nothing's happening. I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I don't see any other news coming about it. Is there any chance that you could see this being just dying down, and JB doesn't feel any kind of emotions, and he just is like, all right, whatever, and just keeps playing the same way? It's tough. I don't know because he already felt disrespected. After like the finals, the fans, the fans, dis- he felt like the fans were disrespecting him, which absolutely, which I think was justified by Jalen Brown. Then all of a sudden, it's now his organization, now the front office, is saying, "Hey, let's try and move Jalen Brown." Now it's kind of like, what what's going on here? Do I do I even feel comfortable playing for this team? Do I even feel like the fans want me here? Does the organization even want me here? So I don't really know. How this dies down. The only way I could see this dying down is if Brad Stevens came out today or tomorrow and said, look, Jalen Brown, we're going to give you a huge extension. We're going to get it out of the way now. I don't even know if you can do that, but let's just say he could do it and say, hey, we're going to make a huge sign now to make sure that you're a Boston Celtic and make all this noise go away. But obviously, I don't think that'll happen. So I don't know. I don't really don't know if we could see it die down. Yeah, do you? Um. Uh, it's it's complicated because in terms of the fans, 
the the fans that are the loudest and most obnoxious are always the haters, mm-hmm. and that's what he sees, right? Because that's what you're gonna that's that's what you're gonna um see yeah. when you're a superstar or Jalen Brown. So it's like the majority of Celtics fans are like us, we love him, but the ones that are loudest are the small mi- minority that are the crazy ones that hate him. It's like, and that's what he's gonna feel, right? So he, he will feel disrespected, which is just so unfortunate that fans cannot just stop with the disrespect. It's like. And then even on the sports hub, you know, I don't know if you listen to like Falgar Maslow's guys. Mm-hmm. It's like the way they talk about Marcus Smart. Oh, he's not even that good. It's like, really? Yeah, no, these people are clowns. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. Because you've got idiots on TV, on the radio, who don't know a thing about what they're saying. Who think everything they say is credible. And they're just pissing people off. They're saying claims that make no sense. No one's saying that, you know, Marcus Smart is the best point guard in the league. Right? I, no one's saying that. We're not even saying that. But we're saying that Marcus Smart is a... Big piece in the Boston Celtics team. You'd agree with that, right? Absolutely. Right? So how are these people going to go on air and just bash these players? I mean, what the hell do you want? Like, that's the question I always say to people. What do you want? They want like, oh, we want Giannis, KD, Tatum yeah, on the same yeah, team. You want like, Giannis, you want LeBron, KD, Luka. Like, you want all those guys? It's like, give me a break. You know what I mean? Show some respect to the players. You know what I mean? Have some, have some faith in them. You know what I mean? You can't expect to have every damn good player. And I'm not saying that Brown or Smart aren't good. I think that they're both very good players. And I think we need both of them to win a title. But to sit here and say, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I made this podcast. Because you've got dummies on the internet. You've got morons who don't know what they're talking about. You've got guys who think they know what they're talking about because they have a mic in front of their face. It's like, you guys are clowns. You don't know anything about the sport. You don't know anything about the players. You're a dummy. You're an idiot. You should get off the air. They should cancel your show. And you should never be allowed to talk again. Because if you're saying that Marcus Smart is bad, if you're saying that Jason Tatum is bad, if you're saying that these players are not good enough for the win a championship, when we were two games away from a title, you're an idiot, you're a moron, your opinion should never be validated ever again, you should get off the air, and never be seen again. Period. And that's my thoughts. Wow. Yeah. Those guys are dummies. All of them. Dummies. They're dummies. I mean, these people are idiots. And that's why I started this show, because people are dumb. These people think, oh, if I hate on these people, they're going to be better. No. Show some respect. I think Mark, you, you need to respect Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown. Celtics need both of them. You get rid of Marcus Smart because, oh, he's he's not an offensive scorer. Okay. He's not an offensive scorer. He doesn't even need to be. That's fine. Exactly. Bring somebody in who can score at the point guard position and have Marcus Smart still be on the team and be the best defender, defensive point guard in basketball. And that's what we did with and, Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, that's what we just did. Oh, let's get rid of Jalen Brown because Turn. why? I couldn't tell you, but let's just get rid of him because he's not good enough for us. Okay, then who is good enough for you? That's the one thing about Boston fans. Yeah, you can't have everything. It's like exactly, and that's what Boston. That's the problem with Boston fans and these radio show hosts. They think that they we need better. No one's ever good enough for us. You know, was I, I don't I see I can't remember this far back, but like Tom Brady, right? No one ever was doubting Tom Brady. Right? No one was ever doubting him in this city. I know. I don't think Boston fans doubted Tom Brady. Right. How many people were doubting like Julian Edelman? How many people were doubting Kronk? I mean, these guys are the same people who would knock our own play. These people are the same people who will knock our own players and then go to a game and root for them and try to be like, oh, no, I'm a Boston sports fan. How the hell are you a Boston sports fan when you're knocking Marcus Smart, you're knocking Jalen Brown, you're saying these players aren't good enough, we need better players? You're no Boston sports fan. You're just a dummy with a mic. That's what these people are. They're dummies. They're clowns. Yeah, it's like we. some people just don't expect mistakes like these are human beings playing sports. exactly they're gonna mess up we're not gonna win every game it's like because us sport us boston fans we're so used to success right mm-hmm. so at a certain point 
when we don't win, we get so frustrated compared to other uh, fan bases like you know your Cleveland fans, yeah, or like Sacramento, it's like whatever. Yeah, they so don't. So we really need to realize how lucky we are with our situation right now. I mean, the Bruins probably might not make the playoffs, but we've been a very successful team. Patriots yeah. obviously just had a dynasty. Red Sox uh, playoff probably this year if they can get it together, but still, I mean, they're not the best. But still, mm-hmm. we are in such a good position compared to other cities. Oh yeah, and that's the thing too. I mean, it's like. What do you want? Do you want Jalen Brown to give you 30 every single game? And like, do you yeah. want Jalen Brown to not miss one shot? Do you want Jalen Brown to be better than LeBron James and Michael Jordan combined? It's like, what do you want from this guy? Is, is 30 points, 30 plus points in game six of the NBA Finals not enough? You want him to give you 50, 60? I mean, come on, guys. I mean, these people are the, re- these, these people are the reason that Jalen Brown's leaving Boston. Let's just be honest. Jalen Brown is hearing from these radio show hosts. He's hearing from the fans at how much these people suck, how much he sucks, and how much they don't want him in Boston. And he's he's buying into that. In a sense, I can't blame him. Boston's its own worst enemy. It's kind of like the Devers situation and the Bogart situation. Are the oh, Red Sox going to resign them? Oh my god! What the hell are we waiting for? Bloom, I can't. Oh my god. I mean, we just traded away Mookie Betts, right? We traded away Mookie. Fine. I I cannot stand. I wish Red we still Sox had Mookie. Office. I can't either. I mean, it's like we haven't even re- resigned Raph. We haven't even resigned Devers. Devers. We, He's the all-star first. He was the all-star yeah. first third baseman. We're more likely to resign him than Xander, but like, oh, we're probably gonna lose like Evaldi. That's Jimmy fine. Martinez. I'm fine with that. But at this, but see, like at the same time, what I mean, but when I say I'm fine with that, meaning if if you were telling me I have to keep either Devers and Bogarts yeah. or JD Martinez and Evaldi, I'd rather have Bogarts and Devers. I get yeah. it that we have Jeter Downs coming up, right? I get that. Young prospect. I get it. But no, I want Devers and I want Xander Bogarts to stay. We have enough money to keep these guys too. It's not like we're short of money. I know. And that's why we got rid of Mookie, I thought, was to create more space. The, cap the space. owner, the, the leadership of the Red Sox are obsessed with, you know, um, trading away assets and building a team from the ground up. When we have a winning team, we were two games away from the World Series last year. Were you really? Yeah. ALCS, we lost in the game six to Astros. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So it's like similar to the Celtics couple of, the past couple of years, except for this year, not making mm-hmm. not making it to the... We were being so close to making it to the finals. You don't need to gut a team when you have the money. It, it just doesn't make... It, it's senseless, really. Yeah. What's going on with the Red Sox right now? I don't, I don't get it either. I mean... And why the, Devers yeah. is arguably the best third baseman in, in baseball. He might not be number one, but you can argue it, right? You can make a case for it. Bogarts might not be the best shortstop in baseball, but he's a top, he's top player. He's, he's a top not, player in his position. Yeah. I mean, you can't hate on him. I mean, who are you going to say is better than Tatis? Okay, yeah, but I mean, not everyone's going to get a Fernando Tatis, right? Not everyone's going to get the best shortstop in baseball. But he's a pretty damn good shortstop, right? So I, I just don't get it, man. I really don't get what's going on with these teams. I don't get it. Oh, the, the Bruins front office, too, is frustrating. Yeah, even the Bruins, right? It's like, but what are we doing? I mean, we... We fired Cassidy, right? The yeah. head coach. It was not his fault. It's the GM's fault. Don Sweetie. He's a dummy, and we keep him around, but we get rid of our coach who just got picked up again. Rather than Vegas. Yeah, and what? Yeah. so what, what should that say? That we just gave up a good coach because we got an, a GM who's a dummy and he's a moron and wanted to blame Cassidy for the problems. I mean, let's just be honest. You look at even the Bruins roster. The Bruins roster was not, let's just be honest, it was not a championship level level roster. Right, Patrice is getting older. Marshawn's getting older. Marshawn's mid thirty. You got Pasta, who's still a goat, who's still a beast. You McAvoy, got McAvoy, Cole, right? Lazar, you got yeah, Frederick. You got these good players. 
And I mean, all of a sudden we're trying to Nick Foligno's blow up the team because we don't think it's good enough. Or we got to get rid of our head coach because we don't think he's doing a good job. I mean, yeah. Boston sports, I don't think people realize what's happening, but it's not looking good, man. It's like we're, we're our own worst enemy. We're, yeah, we're, I feel like we're transitioning from like the old era of like Bill Belichick mm. with like Brad Stevens as the Celtics head coach and Danny Ainge and then like Alex Cora and, um, you know, Bruce Cassidy. We're transitioning to this new era yeah. where Bill Belichick will be retiring soon. Yeah, he can't be around forever. It's like the, we're, the teams who are going through a, cha- a transition from like, you know, the Tom Brady era to Mac Jones era mm-hmm. and then the Bruins, Patrice will be gone soon. So that's the crazy new era. to think about. And the yeah. Celtics, you know, years ago had like, well, I, think about it now. I went from Chara to now Bergeron. We're kind of yeah. already in that new Bruins era. So it's like we're Boston sports overall is going through like a transition right now. Yeah, pop. Like. It went from Poppy to now or, or uh, Martinez, right? David Ortiz. I guess you could say now it's Devers. Not excuse me, not Martinez, right? So that could be the transition. Went from Paul. It went from no. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna go back as Paul Pierce. Went like from Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, Thomas to, to now Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, right? So we've been going through a huge transition, and people just don't want to respect the transition phase. And let's just be honest. When our teams are transitioning, right? It's not like our teams are bad. Yeah, we, our well, teams are still yeah, good. The Celtics have been rebuilding, and like one of, the, one of the only teams that has been able to have a winning record and make it to the conference finals. Yeah, we've while been rebuilding. rebuilding and going to the conference finals. <laughs> like, and how and people are hating on that. the Kings are rebuilding at the same time. Yeah, and they're yeah, not even making the playoffs. They win like twenty games a year. So yeah. we we have to respect our players and teams. Yeah, we got to respect our players. We got to respect. Our coaches, we got to just respect these people more. We get this mentality like, oh, we should be winning every damn year. Well, we could win every year, but obviously no team's going to win every single year. Stuff happens. Situations happen. And we got if you're going to start blaming players for why we're not winning games or blame coaches, just let the process, just trust it. Just give it time and believe me, it'll work. It almost worked last year for the Celtics. And now all of a sudden we're ready to blow it all up because we don't think it'll work. Boston sports fans are their own worst enemy. And, and, and it's simple as that. Look at look at Mac Jones, for example. He came in, everyone was thinking, oh, this is the end of the Patriots dynasty. It's over. Right? The Pats are not going to be good anymore. It's over. GG's rip. It's done. Mac Jones comes in, shocked a lot of people with the rookie year that he had. He shocked me. I don't know if he shocked you, but he shocked me. I thought I think he was right about a little better than I thought he would be. Yeah, that's what I mean though. Like I didn't expect he was gonna be that good. And now coming into his second year, I've been hearing a lot of great things about him which I'm not going to say I wasn't expecting great things, but it shocks me how much he's been progressing, right? Yeah, I thought his rookie year was definitely very good. I thought he would be pretty good. I mean, like stats I didn't stats think he would, wise, I did not yeah. think he'd be a pro bowler his rookie year. He was a, um, what, fill-in, but still, he still, was a pro still, bowler. Still, still, yeah. Still, he got picked, right? I mean, but, um, I did not yeah. expect that. I mean, statistics-wise, not the best season. I mean, like, what, 22 touchdowns, like 13, 14 yeah, picks? But, but like, he showed flashes, like... I forget what team we were playing. I think it was the Chargers, where or was it the Browns, where he had this crazy pass to Hunter Henry, like back shoulder in the perfect spot. Like he showed these flashes throughout the year mm. that he can be just insane down the road with his accuracy, not maybe his mobility. But it's like people have to understand he's a rookie, right? And it's yeah, just, and then and then yeah, that goes back to what we were saying. Like we've been saying, people are saying, "Oh, it's over. It's over. It's never gonna happen again." Tom Brady's gone. It's the end of the Patriots. I might have said some things like that in the past because I didn't know what to expect from Mac Jones, right? Now, all of a sudden, you see what's happening with Mac Jones. Now, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, Mac Jones. Everyone's now behind Mac Jones. But what happened? They, he, they gained, he gained everybody's trust. Everyone now believes in Mac Jones, right? Or a majority of Pats fans believe in Mac Jones, 
right? So why can't people believe in Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart? Why can't people believe in Devers and Bogarts? Why can't people believe in our players? They, I mean, it's like they see it happen with Mac Jones. And, oh, yeah, woo, like we, the Pats are going to be just fine. Like we're going to be, we're still going to be a playoff team, right? The Celtics just lost in the finals. And now all of a sudden it's, oh, we got to rid of Jalen Brown. Got to get rid of Smart. Got to get rid of Tatum. For crying out loud, we, got, we might as well get rid of the whole damn team. Right? Everyone's got to go. It doesn't make sense to mm. me, man. It doesn't make sense why we can't just support our guys. Yeah. It's just frustrating. I just keep rechecking. Yeah, you're doing the same thing. Checking yeah, I'm my checking phone. too because I want to see, man. You know what I mean? It's like, is something happened? The most, yeah, I saw another shaking my head post where they, they showed yeah, what he tweeted. That's not good, man. It's not good at all. It's horrible. Katie, I just read right now, Katie to the Celtics. Boston remains the title favorites for next season to move from plus 500 to plus 450 today. So, I mean, if that happens, and Vegas is probably expecting that Kevin Durant is going to go to Boston. Yeah, Vegas probably is the best at predicting things compared to, you know, guys on TV, right? Oh, my gosh, 100%. 100% they I mean, know things that we don't. I mean, if, oh, if, of course. Yeah, it's, if, it's not even close. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, they're the ones who's going who's to lose all the money, right? If they... Don't know it, right? So you know what I mean. Did you see what uh, Draymond Green said about the situation? He said oh, no, he said, um, "I'm watching the '98 Bulls versus Utah in the finals. I can't help but notice our 2017 team would have beaten these Bulls oh, by a dub oh and God. these Jazz by 40. No. If they're going to be, if they're going to play these brands of basketball, oh yeah, and that's why it's dumb to compare eras. Oh my gosh." I know it's a little bit off topic about what we were saying, but Jalen or Draymond Green, dumb comment. I think the Bulls would absolutely dub his team. Oh, absolutely. But it wouldn't I mean, be close, really. But I mean, I just think it's stupid. It's like, why were you, A, why are you even watching that series? It's like, two, why are you tweeting about it? No one cares about your opinion. Number three, why no like that has no irrelevant has no relevance to anything that's happening right now. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of a dumb comparison because, like he even said, it's different eras. Like why compare different eras? Just, yeah, exactly. So why are you bringing it up? They like, compared your team to the to the um Raptors that won twenty nineteen. Yeah, but you, you played them right, so be like, oh, if we were fully healthy, compare teams that actually played each other, and maybe compare like. You know the 2008 Celtics to the Warriors now. Yeah, right? do, yeah, Something do like a that. team that is in the same kind of ballpark, not a team who played 20 Decades ago, yeah, 20, 25 years ago. It's like, come on, it's, it's stupidity. But yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. Boston sports are in a really tough situation. It's not looking good for a lot of the teams that we have anymore. 24 right? hours ago, before this whole Jalen Brown situation, the Celtics were looking amazing. Of course. But now, it's like one thing like this can just affect everything. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's tough. I mean, like, like for example, look at the Kyler Murray situation, right? Oh, Kyler Murray. paid so much. Kyler Murray, regardless of if we think that he's a good quarterback, which I don't, whether we think he's good or not, there's a huge talk about Kyler Murray's going to leave Arizona. Kyler Murray does not want to be in Arizona anymore. Arizona doesn't want Kyler Murray, right? And what did Arizona do? The front office went to Kyler Murray and said, "Here, here's a ton of money, whether you whether you're worth it or not. I don't think he's worth the money, but they gave him a ton of money, right? And what that do? It ended all conversations about Kyler Murray leaving or leaving the Cardinals. So the Celtics got to do the same thing with JB, right? Give yeah. him a ton of money to let him know you're not you're not going anywhere. But at the same time, you're giving somebody like Jalen Brown a lot of money who's worth that money, whereas the Cardinals are giving him a lot of money." 
Kyler me, Murray, he's not worth that money. He he hasn't accomplished a thing really in his career. No, he's not done one damn thing. That, and dude, that's th- th- thank you. I'm so glad you just brought that up. I really am because I'm about to go in right now. These players, these people, these analysts, these dummies who are supposedly experts, these are morons. They sit up there on national television. They sit up there on ESPN. Get up. First take. I don't care I don't care what it is. They come up on these platforms and they talk and they say Dak Prescott's a top 10 quarterback. Kyler Murray's a top 10 quarterback. What have they done? What have they accomplished? Nothing. Dak Prescott has how many playoff wins? One. How many playoff wins does Kyler Murray have? Zero. Right? Kyler Murray has not won a damn thing. Dak Prescott has not won a damn Dak's thing. Dak's won two playoff games. No, 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 no. One two. playoff game. It's, one playoff it's game. Only one? one playoff game. Yep. Look it up. One playoff game. His rookie year, he made it to what? The divisional round, and he beat the Seahawks a couple years later, I thought. Right? No, no. One, one, one playoff win. Look it up. One playoff really? win. Right? So he's got one playoff win, this guy. What the, the problem is, is we're, we're looking at these guys and we're saying, oh, these guys are such great players, right? Oh my gosh. Their regular season stats are amazing. You can have the best regular season stats all you want, but if you don't win a damn thing, to me, it doesn't even matter. Kyler Murray was eight and eight in his sophomore, in his sophomore campaign. Wow, he's only, I thought he won multiple. He's only won one playoff yeah, he's won right? one playoff game. And they talk about Dak Prescott like he's the greatest quarterback to ever play. People forget Dak Prescott has an eight and seventeen record against teams above a five hundred record. He's not even good against winning teams. What does that tell you? He's a bum. Look at the talent that Dak Prescott has. He had Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Dallas or not Dallas? What the hell's his name? Dalton Schultz, Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard. A great offensive line. Two a, Hall of Famers a decent, on that old line. Exactly, a decent defense, and you can't even win a playoff game. And how, way, how, how are we yeah. going to sit up here and say he's a top 10 quarterback? The way they lost that playoff game, yeah. too. How are we going to say he's a top 10 quarterback? Embarrassing. You could at least say Lamar's a top 10 quarterback because at least Lamar has an MVP. At least Lamar's but, won a yeah. playoff game. The Lamar disrespect is just annoying. It's like these people who sit here and say that Kyler Murray's better than Lamar, oh you're my, an idiot. It, yeah, it's, it's just so not true in any way. Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback. He's better Lamar. in every way than Kyler Murray, every yes. single way. Thank you. You have a brain. Chris, that's why you're sitting in that seat. You have a brain. You understand football. You understand what's real and what's not real. You can, we cannot create these narratives for, for football players or for basketball players or for players that aren't real. You can, we can't sit up here and say Dak Prescott's a great quarterback when he has not done anything. He's never accomplished a damn thing. He's never won any big games. He's never even made it to a big game because he loses every damn time. Right? Same thing with Kyler Murray. How can we sit up here and say that these players are elite at their play? I don't care if their regular season stats have 5,000 passing yards. If you can't win a meaningful game, you can't even get to a meaningful game, it doesn't matter. Lamar Jackson, MVP, lost in the conference championship, I believe. Did he even make it to the conference uh, second, championship? I think he lost. He lost a very close game to Buffalo. And Buffalo was, in my opinion, the best team that year, and they lost to Kansas City in the conference. Yeah, they lost to Buffalo lost in Kansas City in the conference, and Lamar lost by like a field goal or a close game. You're talking two years ago? I believe so. Yeah, not this past postseason, but the one right. before that. Yeah. So Lamar... And who did Lamar have? Marquise Brown is his top Marquise receiver. Marquise Brown, right? who's Andrews. average. And you had Mark Andrews, who's a top five tight end in football. I get that. But Kyler Murray is at DeAndre Hopkins. Christian Kirk, who's a good number two. Rondell Moore's special Rondell Moore's Zach decent. Ertz still is. He brought in Zach Ertz. He had Chase Edmonds, who's a great receiving running back, who's now gone, right? James Conner. Good run. Who had back. like the most touchdowns, I think, what was, or second most touchdowns out of any running back yeah. tied with Damian Harris. So, how are we going to sit here and give Lamar all this slander when 
Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray have had more and they've done less. Yeah, the the whole Lamar's not a pa- not a good passing quarterback argument. His rookie year, or not his uh, his MVP year, he led the league in passing touchdowns. So what is that coming from? His people, but it all you know what it all boils down. And his to? yardage wasn't bad either, so it's, he can pass the ball too. It all boils down to these experts and these so-called analysts who are dummies who don't know what they're talking about. They're clowns. They're morons. They don't know what they're talking about. I don't care if you've played in the NFL. If you play in the NFL, it doesn't matter to me. You're an idiot. These people are idiots who are on air talking. These people are dumb. They say stupid stuff. Am I saying I say everything perfect? No, I say some things that people probably think I'm saying are dumb as well. But to say, sit up here and say that Dak Prescott is a great quarterback and that Kyler Murray is a great quarterback, it's all stupidity. Everybody nowadays is great. Name a bad quarterback in the NFL. Name one. Name a bad quarterback the in the NFL. NFL in like compared Name to other NFL quarterbacks, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, right? You think he's a bad quarterback? Yeah. I think he's a bad quarterback too. But compared what? to any other level of um football, he's insane. Oh right? well, yes, yes. But that's what people people, have to people sit up there and they say, Oh, well, the Jets weren't a good situation for him. You know, the Jets are the reason he wasn't good. I mean, what is this excuse? He wasn't injured, he wasn't hurt, he couldn't win in New York. Because maybe he's just not that good. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe people aren't that good. We, we all say Christian, um, not Christian, um, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. He hasn't won anything. He's got great offensive talent. He's never won a damn thing. Never even won the division. So maybe, you know, Kirk Cousins isn't that good of a quarterback. You know, maybe he's not that good. That's just me, man. That, that's a different rant for a different time. Mm. But I got into it a little bit now. So yeah, we should, uh, do you want to talk about the Patriots, the state of their uh, roster right now? State of the Patriots. In yeah, we can talk office. about that. Yeah. What do you think? Compared to last year, I don't see us making the playoffs because you know, obviously, this goes without saying. The AFC just got stacked. Mm-hmm. Every single contender got better, except mm-hmm. for really the Chiefs and the Patriots. And yeah. then our division. I mean, the Bills, Dolphins, Jets. All the Jets, especially. I mean, obviously, they're not going to be the best team, but the the even the Jets added like what like. Jermaine Johnson was it Garrett Wilson? Yeah, and um, the running back for was it Brees Hall? I think. Yeah. So the and then they signed a couple guys in free agency. So every single team in the AFC, in our division, except for maybe like the Texans, and um, well, the Jaguars will be could beat us really. If you think about it, what I see is I see a team like New England. I think that well, I think every New England fan will agree that. It'll be very tough for us to beat the Buffalo Bills to win the for division. Now, yeah. To win the division, it's it's not very likely that we beat them out right at this point in time. Could we make it as a wild card team? Potentially. It, potentially, right? It's not out of the question, but it's definitely going to be harder this year than it has in previous years. But the problem that I have with the New England Patriots is, to me, there was a lot of holes that we didn't fill. Our front office, we lost so many guys to the Raiders. We lost a lot of key guys. We lost a guy who drafted, the guy who drafted Mac Jones... Uh, was it Dave Ziegler? I don't know. I, I don't know who we it lost was. The, the point, yeah. yeah, we lost a lot of key guys. We, we in have the front we office. Have, we don't have a named yeah. offensive or defensive coordinator. Yeah, so it's like Bill Belichick's gonna be calling plays, which I, I actually I want him to call plays. I want him to emphasize, prioritize, um, helping out on offense more than defense. Oh, excuse me, specifically because we have a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. But then who's gonna control the defense? And like his son? No, 
Both Bill, of his sons. Steve Belichick is not ready to be a defensive Gerard coordinator. Gerard Mayo's all right, but like we don't have a true defensive coordinator. Yeah, or a OC. You know what I mean? There's still a lot of unanswered questions. But even then, we got really no linebackers. Oh, we, we have Jawan linebackers. Benton, that's really it. I thought he left. No, he he stayed. He stayed. We lost Collins, or we didn't. He still he's a free agent. Him and Hightower are free agents. We cut on Van Noy. But the thing is, though, I do think our line, our la- lack of linebackers is a tiny bit overblown because of our safety room. We can plug guys into the hole. But see, you also got to remember, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that you can plug safeties in because we've but, seen yeah, we like do, safeties yeah. can play linebacker. We do need a true time, linebacker you room, need though. You need about two to three true linebackers have on the team because let's Mac just be Wilson honest. could be something. Cameron yeah, McGrone Mac, but Mac could Wilson, be something. Mac Wilson is more of a hybrid. He wasn't really a, just a safety type of guy. He played linebacker in Cleveland because he is a bigger guy. But you need those 230, 240-pound linebackers because yeah. when those linemen are Devin pulling— Devin Lloyd. Yeah. We could have drafted him, but we, we traded him. I mean, we can't be sending in 215-pound uh, yeah. guys Our linebacker core over the past 20 years is just the old age. You know, Now these guys are smaller, faster, more athletic, whereas our like Dante Hightower, you know, who's stronger than him, but he's just so slow. Oh yeah, he's very slow. I mean, he obviously he's great for us, but like at this point, oh, yeah, in time, he, he had a great career, but we, he's yeah, not we what need he to used transition to be. our linebacking group. Yeah, and I, see the the idea of bringing in putting safeties at linebacker is the idea is to bring more speed to that position to be able to get guys who are faster in. Kyle, right? you know, your Kyle Duggars of the world. Yeah, but let's just be, in my opinion, Kyle Ducker cannot play linebacker. It, it's tough when you're putting somebody at linebacker and then a team says, you know what? Like the Titans, we're going to run the ball down your throat. But you do so need when, a true um, that's what I mean. Guy, that's yeah. what I mean. Because when you have a 300-pound guard or 280-pound guard coming off that snap, coming straight at you. Like a Trent Williams emotion. He's like going to absolutely maul anybody, honestly. But he's going to absolutely maul a safety at linebacker. Rather than he'll, he'll still probably move a linebacker out of the way. But a linebacker will at least stand their ground and at least give them a good shot, right? It'll be a better, better collision than a safety would. So I think that this whole idea in the NFL that we need safeties at linebacker, I don't particularly agree with it. Like, let's just be honest. The only reason that Jamal Adams can play linebacker and like a Darwin James is Darwin James is like 6'2", 6'3", like 215, 220. That's 20 pounds off of linebacker weight. Right, Jamal Adams is around the same thing, maybe a little bit shorter, but these guys are big enough, and they're more tacklers, they're more playmakers, but they also have two other linebackers there. Yeah, like Jordan Brooks, Bobby Wagner up in Seattle. Yeah, they had those guys who were still the linebackers. I just feel like the linebackers is a big yeah, problem. Yeah, you need a happy medium there. Yeah, you need about two, like I said, two to three guys that are true linebackers, it, it, and a couple guys McRone who can, can could fill be in. something. Who? McRone, Cameron McRone. Yeah. We don't know though. I mean, like we don't know. He hasn't yeah. played. You got, you know, you got to, you got to learn. We got to see. Yeah, and then we look at our cornerback room, right? Jonathan Jones is maybe the slot guy. Mm-hmm. He's great at slot. Like one, of the, actually, one of the top slot corners in the league. But outside, we have no one. Yeah, Malcolm Jones. Uh, excuse see, me. See, that's the one thing though. The one good thing is we did draft a lot of good Jack young and Marcus corners. Jones. Are we drafted very good. two two corners who uh, I don't know how good they are, but Bill Belichick is good at creating cornerbacks. He's good at that. Yeah, right? he JC can develop was them undrafted. Yeah, yeah, he's good at doing oh, I'm that. I'm so upset we lost JC. Me too. But even the safety room, right? Devin McCourty. Let's just be honest. This is about his last year. Maybe he's got two more, but he's near the end of his career. Yeah, I'm a big Devin McCourty fan. I but, love Devin but McCourty. But he's he's on his way out, right? Kyle Duggar. 
He had a very good year last year. He's going to, I think he'll be our long term strong safety. I agree. Right. So we're going to have to fill that Devin McCourty role, which I'm not concerned about that, though. Yeah. Because Bill Belichick can fill that. What I would have loved to see us do is draft Daxon Hill. Why? He can play safety and corner very well. We could Dax Hill. He went to the uh, Bengals, I think. What, what, what uh, college? I, for, uh, I forget, actually. Which It's been a while since I talked about the NFL. The yeah, Celtics Dax. have been so good lately. Daxon Hill. Let me look it up. But I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't, Dax, that name yeah. doesn't ring a bell for me. And usually I'm here. good with college players too. I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I, I haven't talked about football. He went to Michigan. He went to Michigan. And now he's in the Bengals. He got drafted huh. by the Bengals. But um, what I was saying with him is we could have drafted him. We could have played him at corner since mm-hmm. we lost JC. And then once Devin retires, he can be our long-term free safety. We could have done something like that. No, I agree. I, I think that would have been smart too. Get some versatile players. But like, and even when you look at the draft, I think it's stupid. I mean, we drafted two running backs. I like Pierre Strong, but we don't need him. Yeah, we don't. We don't necessarily need them. We drafted another quarterback. Why? Bailey Zap, long term backup, hopefully. I mean, but, but again, it's like, why are we prioritizing a backup quarterback in the third or fourth round? You know, it's not the biggest need the on the good team. Good picks, Marcus and Jack Jones, are very good cornerbacks. Jack Jones was supposed to go second round. Mm. Yeah, but you got to steal there. He has some character issues, so he dropped. And Bill Belichick can we'll you fix, know, fix that. Yeah. that. So yeah. he's good. And then Marcus is undersized, but he'll be a great. I think he'll be our punt kick returner. Marcus Jones. He's five foot eight. He's like a Deion Lewis type build yeah. at corner. So he he has a lot of potential. If only he was bigger though. That's the thing. Mm. But I mean, those two guys, like the rookie, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see how they play. And if even if they play, if they even play though, that's the thing. So like, I don't even know. Our day one, who the guy's going to be starting at corner? Malcolm Butler, Jonathan Jones. Probably, Jaylen, honestly. I forgot uh, Jalen Mills. Probably those three. And then, you know, safety's Devin. And then Kyle, Adrian Phillips, Jabril Peppers will be in there. Oh, yeah. He's very good. I forgot about Jabril yeah. Peppers. I love Jabril Peppers. No, he'll be our kick and punt returner, Peppers. He returns? Yeah. Oh, he returned in Michigan. I don't know if he returned in Cleveland, but he did return in Michigan. Yeah. So he can do that. But not, a, not a, you know, actually, I forgot about Peppers. I'm going to take that back. I think that this defense is actually pretty good. The D line is definitely the same, right? I mean, we didn't. Yeah, lose. I'm excited it? for Christian Barmore. Yeah, that's he his had name. A, a a crazy rookie year. Uh, I agree. Matt Judah. We lost. What was it? Vanoy. Did he play more of an edge role last year? Or was he just true linebacker? I don't he remember. was kind of like an outside linebacker yeah. hybrid guy. He would rush. He would drop back. He kind of did both. Yeah. So I mean, our I want jo- I want to see how Josh Uche is. Yeah, he yeah, has. Dude, that's another guy. Potential. Yeah, he's a guy who. So it's yeah. like a wait and see situation. We're not gonna be that good. We're and Mac Wilson, I forgot yeah. about him. I feel like we'll be about five hundred this year. I could see us going ten and seven, but I could also see us going nine and eight. Yeah, it's like so. yeah, we lost these guys, but then again, Mac will probably get better, so that will elevate us a little bit. Mm. So we'll cancel out us losing those guys at the same time. I think the one thing that needs addressing. I think the one thing that needs addressing is the um, the wide receiver core. Now, the only reason I'm saying the wide receiving core is because I'm, when I look at this team on offense, right, I feel like the running back position is set. Oh, 100%. You got Damian set, Harris, James White's going to come back. We got those well, actually, two rookies. I don't know if he's going to come back. True. He, I have heard that he but, might not. You know, we're fine even if yeah, he's going to come back. We'll got running, Stevenson. Stevenson's right? a beast. You know what I mean? We're, we're solid there. We quarterback need, solid. Yeah. Quarterback, obviously, we need a new Tight quarterback. End, John right? We need a new quarterback. We need a new one. No, I'm kidding. But we got Mac Jones. Tight ends are solid. Lines. Okay, center solid, it's tackles right. okay, guard. I mean, we, we drafted a kid who's going to be starting, so we don't know how it'll be, but it's it's not the worst. It's not the it's best, sad. but it's not the worst. But we usually it's above have a good, average. But we're usually good at making good lines. Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick is known to just create 
insane talent out of nowhere. So yeah. I think O line will be okay. The only issue I see is with the wide receiver. The offense is definitely not nearly as questionable as the defense. I yeah. agree, but I feel like we need a better receiver. We need some better receivers. I, I feel like we don't need better receivers. We, we just need one number one guy. That's kind of what I mean. Because we got, you know, Jacoby's great. Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, those three guys. I forgot about Devontae Parker. He's our outside guy. Yeah, he's going to be a good addition to the be team. Be 50-50 ball type of guy. and then from what, I, from what I just see, though, on the Pats is we got a lot of guys on the wide receiving core who are good number two and number three guys. Yeah, we don't have a true number We don't one. have a guy who, hey, we need a first down. Who are we throwing Throw the ball to? Him, to? Yeah. Right now, yeah. I think it's Hunter Henry. Is that go-to he was, guy? Oh, yeah. He was, and there was, especially in the red zone. Yeah. He was our cha- uh, top. He had, like, what, nine touchdowns? He was great last year. Yeah, I'm a big Hunter Henry fan. I think hopefully, that was a great sign. Hopefully, we know how to use Jonu Smith. He didn't have a good year. Yeah, I agree. We didn't use him enough. Not nearly. I mean, we, we can do, like, jet sweeps with him, right? Yeah, I mean, we can do a lot with him. He's, we like, an athletic, out, yeah. fast, like, Cordell Patterson type role where you can give him jets. Like, he, I, th- I think it was, he had the most touches or yards after contact out of any tight end last uh, something like that i don't know exactly yeah, what the stat was about. but he's like athletic we can give him the ball on the on the run i think that we should be having more two tight end sets i love two tight end sets yeah we because used to do we Bill O'Brien two, back in the day yeah we got Hernandez two players who are phenomenal tight end right put them put them both in the game and that will that will help out losing Shaq mason too like our own yeah line. you get two more blockers in there yeah so right? it's like yeah and then we did lose um Jakob, our fullback, but, you know, yeah, Bill Belichick's not going to use fullbacks anymore. I completely disagree with that. Really? Move. You don't I, think he will? No, no, no. Well, what do you mean? You you think Bill Belichick will, will still be using fullbacks this oh, year? Oh, no, but I disagree that he should be. Because, I mean, like, we should be using fullbacks. I mean, the reason I, I disagree is I think because I, I remember I heard that we're going to move away from running the ball. Was that true, like, r- power and, like, we're going to be, try to be more of a passing offense. I could have sworn I read that somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I could have sworn that I heard like we were going to get rid of the fullback, get rid of like that power well, formation. I, I saw someone said, um, what was it? When was he? I think Jakob Johnson was a free agent, right? And when he talked to Bill Belichick, they're like, oh, when Josh McDaniels left, we don't have that position on the team anymore. Yeah, so like that's, yeah, so to me, I kind of take that as we're not going to really be trying to pound the ball anymore. And I think that's stupid. I feel like that was our whole identity as a team. It was a run-the-ball team, grind-it-out team, right? I don't think that we have the talent to be an aired-out, pass-the-ball-over-the-field type team. I feel like we need to run the ball. We got Stevenson. We got Damian Harris. We just got two more running backs in the draft. I think Pierre Strong will be our long-term number two. I, I honestly, I think yeah. Damian Harris won't. I don't think we're going to keep him. Yeah, I don't think we will either. Because why do we be draft all these guys? Is, I this agree. is last year on contract. So, I mean, I'm fine with that. I like Damian Harris. But at the end of the day, running back position just interchangeable like that. Yeah, of course. You can get anybody and they'll do just as good so, a job. Yeah, as, if you're going to prioritize yeah. keeping a player, running back's not at the top of the list. Oh, no, I agree with that so, 100%. Yeah. But at the same time, we don't have the true number one guy at wide receiver. And that's, I think, what we're missing. So if you compare us to the Bills, we have a deeper receiving core, but we don't have the talent. Because we don't have that guy like Stephon Diggs. Because when Allen yeah. needs that first down, he's throwing it to Diggs. Yeah, if you take away the, the number one receiver on the Patriots and on Bills, and you just look at the two through whatever, four, we're better. But Stephon Diggs is that good that he elevates them above us. Yeah. So once until we get that guy, I don't know how good our offense will be in terms of passing. And let's just be honest, too. I mean, we need Mac Jones to just keep developing. I've heard great things already that he's he got a better his, deep yeah. ball. He lost his yeah, stomach fat. He's been fat. grinding. He's, yeah, he's, he's been, been really working, working, which I, I believe I, he is. I, I, you can see. I mean, he was flexing. Yeah. He looked bigger. I mean, he's been putting in that work. 
no doubt, no question. I'm not doubting that. But that's the thing. That's going to be the, that's what's going to ultimately determine the Patriots' future is how well Mac Jones develops, how well he improves, if he keeps improving dramatically. Because that's why the Bills are going to be the Bills. Because Josh Allen is a top three quarterback I in football. I think he's honestly, you could say he's better than Mahomes, honestly. I think yeah, you could, could make, make an argument, that, argument that, that he's number one. I'm not saying that's true. I'm saying you could definitely make yeah. the argument he's better than Mahomes. But, but that's the thing. That's why the Bills are up here and the Pats are just a little bit behind them because why, they yeah. have that star player. That's why Bill Belichick um, making calling the plays and Mac Jones's head is, I think that's the right mis- decision. But see, I also think it was a bad move to let McDaniels go. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that McDaniels does not deserve a head coaching job because he does. But it just sucks that we had to see him walk because changing an offensive coordinator at this stage of a quarterback's development is not ideal. Yeah, no, I I agree. I don't think it's good because, and he was such a good QB's coach. For rookies, especially for young kids. Exactly, right? He He would make like creative plays that are simple. He was perfect for Mac Jones, perfect for him. I mean, even look how he did with Cam. Uh, that's the thing too. It's like that team went seven and nine. Yeah. Do people Cam realize how stunk. awful that team was? Yeah, Cam was not. Like, good. Who got our roster? Yeah. In twenty. What was it? Twenty twenty. I think so. Yeah. That that team that roster under any other coach and system would be like three wins. Yeah. It was a horrible roster. I, and they. Excuse you me, can ro- think. Roster. Um, what's his name? You can thank McDaniel's for a lot of that success. He brought Cam along. Even Cam said himself that he did not even know the whole playbook. Yeah. Like weeks into the season. But they like, still would yeah. win because of, Matt, cause of uh, what the hell is his name? McDaniels. McDaniels. Yeah. And you look at that season, right? We almost be one play away from beating the Seahawks and, the, the, and against the Bills. We were in the red zone, fumbled with like 30 seconds left. So we were close to having a winning record Yeah, with Ken Newton. So that shows that Bill Belichick still knows what he's doing, obviously. People of course. Call senile, like, you know. Of course. So I, th- I think we'll be okay yeah, long term. Th- I think that long term that this team is in an interesting spot, but not a bad spot. Because long-term, like if we're talking five years down the road, right? If we're looking five years down the road, obviously it's hard to predict what's going to happen. Because football has... Yeah, you know, football, everything changes. Roster. It's not yeah, like everything basketball, changes. there's 15 guys on yeah. the team. But you can, one thing that you can know for sure is Mac Jones will be there. And who knows where he'll be development-wise. But even then, Hunter Henry, you know what I mean? Five years from now, I feel like our it's tough. Long-term future, it's. I think it's going to be tough. I think that we'll be in a good position, but also be in an interesting position. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely. I think we'll be a top sixteen team for the next five years. Right there, though, I don't think we'll be top ten. I don't think we'll be top ten either. I think that too much stuff needs to happen for us to be top ten. Well, I, I think five years, next two seasons, I see. Yeah. Actually, what's our cap space next year? I think we have an insane amount of cap, though. That's the thing. I think we do too. I don't really know though, but. Because if we really can bring in like next a, season, a top season. five linebacker and a and, and a Pro Bowl corner and that's it, I mean like and a receiver. Even then, if we just draft better, if we draft, I know smarter. that's the thing. If we picked up Devin Lloyd, we had we could have drafted him. Yeah, could have drafted Andrew Ruth corner, Jackson Hill safety and corner, um, a wide receiver. There's a couple of wide receivers still available. But so. I, I think that overall our draft, I'm not a big fan of our draft. I think Cole Strange was a, definitely deserved to be drafted, top second round maybe. Yeah, but at the same time, when I when I look at our draft, I know a lot of people, including myself, we just said it. I'm not a fan that we drafted two running backs or the backup quarterback, right? But we did make some good moves by drafting those two corners, bringing in a guard, which we needed to fill. People might not have agreed with him, but again, Belichick, he's got his ways. He knows what he's doing, right? He made that move because he has he. It was a reason he made that move. Yeah, I think Cole Strange will be pretty good actually. I think he'll fill the role nice. I think that people just need to you know. Give him time and let's just see how it plays out. 
Yeah, because we have Bill Belichick, I saw some guy said, I wouldn't be surprised if this awful defense is a top 10 in scoring allowed. Defense. Oh, yeah. 100%. Just because the system. 100%. But that's the thing, though, when you look into the future. When Bill, Bill Belichick leaves, 70 years old. When he leaves, what's, what's it going to look it's like? It's going to be his sons. I don't, want, I don't think his sons are good coaches. I mean, I don't think his son is there yet. Steve and He's not there again, Brian yet. Belichick, his other one. Yeah, Steve needs a lot to me, a little bit more. He still needs to learn more because you can't just put this guy in now because he's Bill Belichick's son. I think he's a decent secondaries coach. He's not terrible. He's he's decent, but to me, he's nowhere near the level of play yeah. calling yet. Yet, give him some time, and I think he'll be he'll, he'll be pretty pretty decent. I would have loved to see just Josh McDaniels just take that head coaching role and stay with us yeah, until that's the thing, yeah. man. A lot of people have been saying the same thing. I've been saying it too. It would have been nice to see Bill Belichick kind of step down and see Josh McDaniels come in. Not saying that we, because I want Bill Belichick to leave, oh, obviously, yeah. but it's because you have a, such a great guy and McDaniels right there. You know what I mean? You don't want to see him walk and disappear. But, and, you know, you can't have everything, right? You can't have it all, which is, which is tough. Because I think McDaniels is going to do great things with the Raiders. Yeah, uh, yeah with um, Devontae Adams. Yeah. That Raiders team just got so much better. Uh, of course. And people are looking at that team like they're the worst team in that division. No, I think the Broncos probably. I think the Broncos are the worst team in that division too. Actually, the Chiefs and Broncos, I honestly, even though, you know, Mahomes is the, yeah, but I don't think the Chiefs are going to be. Me neither. I think it's going to be Chargers and then Raiders. Yeah, because, you know, look at the the problem with the Chargers last year. They lost some clutch situations. That's going to get better. Of course. Their run defense was bad, but they added a giant run stuffing defensive tackle. Yeah, so and they like added Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack coming off the edge and JC. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then obviously their offense was insane last year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, the Raiders are going to be a team to look out for. But, you know, Pats are going to be the Pats. We're going we're gonna to do our best to win. We're, we'll probably be win eight games guaranteed, right? Because Bill Belichick is not going to have a losing record. You know, he's not going to perform terribly. You know a Bill Belichick team is going to come to play. You know they're going to be a good team. You know what I mean? You can expect that. So it's just going to be a matter of, you know, how it ends up, how it all plays out. Yeah, just a wait-and-see process. We have a – you know, we're trying to get younger and faster, which is currently happening. We still have some old guys, you know, that will be retiring soon. Just wait and see how things work out with these yeah. young guys. Just got to see how it all plays out. You know, there's still a lot of a lot of development that needs to occur, and then, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. So, yeah. It's going to wrap it up for today. There'll be a new podcast on Wednesday. You're good for Wednesday, right? Yeah. Bet. So, yeah. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Peace.